On today's Featured, I wanted to feature TikTok, but not that TikTok, you younglings. It's not the one that's social media that you go on. It's TikTok the Robot Man from uh, the Wizard of Oz series. So he first appeared in Ozma of Oz in 1907, which was written by L. Frank Baum. Fun fact, y'all. TikTok was one of the first robots to show up in fiction books. I thought that was really cool. He wasn't the first, but he was one of the first. So a little about about TikTok is he is a clockwork man. He is the army of Oz. He has a different wind-up for thought, action, and speech. So you have to wind all three of them for him to work appropriately. But I thought this was cool on a few levels because he was also in the 1985 movie, The Return to Oz, which strangely (laughs) we talk about a lot on this Friday's episode of Solving for X. And Rachel, make sure to look at that picture I'm going to draw because just saying it's going to be a little (laughs) gooky. It's a little gooky. Um... He was actually, it took three pieces, very like Darth Vader. He took three people to like make him come together. Uh, Timothy D. Rose was the head operator. Sean Barrett was the voice. And the one I wanted to feature a little bit more for TikTok was Michael Sundin, who was the body. So this man, if you look at this man, he was, I believe, uh, in his 20s when he did this. He was a gymnast. He was also a TV personality. When he's in TikTok's body, he is folded over backwards. So basically his feet and his hands are together at the bottom, like operating the feet. And if you see a picture of this man, Hitler would be very in love with him because he has like white skin, the perfect like jerry curl, like blonde hair. Like he's very Aryan looking, but he's also very attractive. And some people even... um, I talked to one person on Solving Frex, my other show, where he said he sees TikTok as the first gay robot icon because Michael Sundin was a gay man who was operating him. So I thought that was a cool thought. Wow. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. Michael Sundin did pass early at 28 of um, AIDS. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to focus on that a little because with unprotected sex going up, uh, so our diseases. So I think we need to look to the generation just before us for a lot of us and see what they went through. And I think respect ourselves and them a little bit more and like be a little more careful than just going out with somebody and <laughs> meeting them the same night and not using any sort of protection at all. So I thought Is this, this a thing example. that's happening right now? Yeah, STDs yeah. are way up right now. It's a problem, especially with things like... Um, What's it called? Like uh, like gonorrhea, syphilis in some states is going up. It's it's becoming an epidemic, and a lot of it is due to because there is um, prep now. People prep. think that they don't need condoms because it helps them from AIDS, but like they don't think there's other mm. viruses out there as well too. So, unfortunately, that's wow. going on right now. Yeah. And get tested yeah. regularly. That too. You have regularly. multiple partners. Get tested and keep each other safe. Yeah. yeah. And also go see Return to Oz because it's so weird and I love it. <laughs> I, A chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after seeing the picture of him trying to get into the costume, it, that's crazy. I'm sure they like have him in that for so many hours too. 
yeah. as we're filming. Mm-hmm. So just being mm-hmm. in that position, I can't. I don't know how he does it. I this feel is like a family nowadays, show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nowadays he would just have like like a green screen on the top yeah. half of him, you know, and they would just like hide that in post, and he'd just mm-hmm. be walking around kind of normal, but with like the top half of him hidden. <laughs> yeah, and what I liked about the movie is all the characters in the movie were designed directly off of the original illustrations. So if you go back to an old L. Frank Baum book, that's exactly how TikTok or the Scarecrow or the Tin Man were drawn in the early books. Mm-hmm. I remember but we're not I here to this... talk about Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I found the Scarecrow in that really creepy to me. Was yeah. it the Scarecrow? Or no, is it Jack? In Return Jack to Pumpkinhead? Oz? Is it Jack Pumpkinhead. I found him really creepy. <laughs> You're creepy. Wasn't he the I, one that was kind of like modeled scary. with uh, Jack Skellington or no? Yeah, Tim Burton is a huge fan yeah. of Wizard of Oz. So I don't think it's ever been expressly said that that's where he got that design. But like, They're it's similar. pretty much the same design. Yeah. It's clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then that pumpkin outfit burns off of Jack and he's the skeleton. But mm-hmm. it's very, very close. Yeah. <laughs> Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Marvelous Galaxy. Uh, Disney, yeah. Welcome to this week's Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. Thank you for letting us rant to you and rave about Wizard of Oz and all the strange characters. My name's Sean. I'm, I'm Rachel. Ah! And I'm Alan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you got so scared. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited because we have a lot of cool news once again this week, especially um, we're going to tease it for the end. But Alan and I had quite the morning today. Yeah. Looking forward to talking about that. We'll say we had a shopping experience. Not just shopping, but an experience. (laughs) Wow. Parks and Rec. rec. All right, but shall we start with some food, y'all? Yum. Yes. So I got a chance to go to California Adventure with Jesse, Rachel's cousin, who is a friend of the pod. And I tried a few more things for Taylor Fail. So I tried the Huckleberry Sake Sangria, which sounds a lot better than it was. Like, it was still good, but it was like a hint of flavor. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was more like something favored with flour. Yeah, I love a good sangria, and it's always disappointing when it isn't quite as yummy as you thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I also got the piña hibiscus mezcal mule. Mm -hmm. What I learned is I don't like mezcal that much. No? (laughs) This is something I know about myself as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not my thing. I think both of these drinks would probably be a fail. Like, the Huckleberry was good, but, like, for the price point of $15, like, I'd rather get something mm-hmm. a little more flavorful. Mm-hmm. 
And same with the hibiscus mezcal mule. Like, it wasn't bad. Once I got through most of the mezcal stuff, it wasn't bad, but probably wouldn't get it again. Um, I also got the sweet potato stuffed corn muffin. <laughs> and it came with mm-hmm. rice and beans. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I'd say was a fail, only because, oh. <laughs> like, the cornbread muffin was kind of like basic buddy, and it was cold. It wasn't even warm. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. No, like, cornbread, when it's cold, gets, like, extra, like, crumbly and yeah. just not good. Mm-hmm. Like, crumbly not in a good way. Crumbly in a, like, I'm losing half of my muffin because it's falling (laughs) apart into pieces. It has to be warm. And then you have to, like, be able to put honey butter on it and it needs to melt in and be delicious. Yeah. I feel like if it was warm, it would probably make tail. But, yeah, just all together, the presentation, it was a fail. I found myself, like, eating the rice and beans more than the muffin. So that's how you know it's a problem. (laughs) I think Jesse ate more of it than me. (laughs) Wow. Um, The first thing we tried was the chicken tinga arepa. It was so good, y'all. That was probably the favorite thing I've gotten this year. It's over in the corner of DCA next to Goofy's Flight School. The Paradise Garden Girl? Paradise Garden Girl, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alan. You're welcome. But yeah, that one's definitely a tail. I'd say if you're going to get the tabs and you're going to try the different foods, this is a you don't want to miss. I would get this over mm. most of the other things that we've tried this year. Nice. Yeah, that's my tail or fail. Cool. Yay. So... Also, we found there is a petition to save Splash Mountain. <laughs> I refuse to sign it. <laughs> I yeah. refuse. As of December 6th, when this was reported, it was up to 94,000 uh, signatures. People are really wanting to save that Splash Mountain. Uh, most of the things that were reported in this article are people calling Disney too woke. So I imagine a lot of these people are a certain demographic. And I question, mm-hmm. do all these 94,000 people even go to Disney? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I highly doubt it. Like, honestly, it's been around for so long in this version of it. And none of the children nowadays have seen this movie. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like our generation is the last one to actually have had the chance to see the movie. Um, yeah, I and I love it. It's a classic. I I love the sad mom singing their sad song. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. But I think it's time, and I'm so excited. I think making it Tiana Tiana's Bayou Adventure, like, there couldn't be a better kind of rebranding of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I was talking to Sean about this yesterday, and it's like, what part of Splash do you like? Do you like the ride system? Because that's still going to stay. There's still going to be a flume that goes down. It's just the yeah. story is going to change. Like, are you that attached to the story? Like, I've never heard anyone outside of the ride, like, singing zippity doo all, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you really mad about, you know? Yeah. So, I'm pretty yeah. sure that if we had Br'er Rabbit as a featured character, he would not win the competition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Neither would Aurora. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Neither would Iceman. So like I'm in the same boat. But yeah, it was funny in the article, somebody even called out like, yeah, 
Princess and the Frog isn't even the best rebranding. It should be Pocahontas. <laughs> it fits. And we were like, in Critter Country next to the New Orleans Square? I guess the Disney World one isn't as themed, so... I love how it's like, let's change it from slavery to colonization. (laughs) (laughs) Pick your poison. (laughs) I have to have something racist. You have to have that racism still. (laughs) Well, and my thing that I think is funny is we've we've gone through this in our lifetime. We saw this happen with Tower of Terror because uh, Mm -hmm. Disney lost the licensing to have Tower of Terror, at least in our Disneyland park is what I heard. Um, and it changed to Guardians of the Galaxy, and everybody complained. And then once everybody went on Guardians, they're like, it's so much better. It's so much more <laughs> yeah. fun. So mm-hmm. I would tell any naysayer, like, wait to go on the ride. Because mm-hmm. we're going to get updated animatronics. We're going to get updated, like, workings of the ride. Like, I think it's going to speak for itself, and people are going to quickly forget Splash Mountain. Yeah. And that comes mm-hmm. from someone who loves Splash Mountain. Like, when I would go yeah. to the park with Vicky like a few years ago, we would always hit up Splash Mountain and the Rapids because we're weird and we like to get wet <laughs> on rides. <laughs> Just, I love it when I'm wearing jeans and they get damp <laughs> when I'm walking around in those damp jeans. <laughs> I love it when my socks get wet and it gushes every time I walk. <laughs> so more on the rides, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. For anybody over in the West Coast with us who goes to Disneyland, just a heads up, it's closing January 9th. So get your last rides in, you know, right before Rachel's back. One of her favorite rides will be closing. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, it's going to get an extended refurbishment. So even now there's not a date that it will reopen. They're just letting us know that it's going to be quite a refurbishment. So it will be closed for a while. Yeah. And it needs well, it. Like mm-hmm. the amount of times that this ride is down, I feel like I haven't been on it the last couple times I went because it kept being down every time it was my turn to go on it. Well, and not only that, like a lot of the stuff I find doesn't work. Like sometimes the bugs, the lights mm-hmm. with the bugs doesn't work yeah. or like certain things just yeah. don't happen anymore. So you're right. Yeah. It needs it. Yeah. And rumors for it say that it potentially could reopen with some uh, pieces from the new movie coming out. Oh, do you mean from the new movie coming out? So that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. So that'd be fun. Yeah. And I'm guessing it would probably reopen like for the summer crowd. So we'll probably miss it throughout at least like May ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well,. Speaking of exciting things, uh, the trams <laughs> are returning to Disney World. Ah! So as we all know, um, like Disney World is really easy to get around when you're staying there at the hotels. But if you drive in, there's the transportation center where you park. And then like from there is how you get to the different locations. And the trams have been down for quite a while and they're coming back. I can't believe that only now, like we complained yeah. about how long our trams were down, <laughs> yeah. but I guess theirs are still down, but I just didn't notice because I never drive a car in. <laughs> I always stay yeah. at a hotel. <laughs> um, so now the plebeians uh, can now get to there quicker and not have to walk super far. 
So yay, Trans Attorney. I know. (laughs) Those who cannot afford to stay in a really, really expensive hotel. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of other news on the Disney World side, apparently um, Avatar, in preparation for the Way of Water coming, there are going to be some exotic new offerings um, over at Animal Kingdom. They're going to have um, different like food and beverage things, as well as exclusive merchandising. Uh, merchandise. They're, mer- they're putting out merch for this, you guys. Like all the things <laughs> we want merch for, and this is what they're putting it out for. Um, and they're doing a breathtaking new lights and effects display at the Tree of Life. So yeah, check it out. That will start on December twelfth, I believe, is when they'll start kind of releasing these new things for the new avatar movie and real quick just fun little fact uh alan and i were at the kodak theater on friday this past friday and the whole street in front of el capitan is blocked off with these white tents and we were like what's going on what's going on then we saw these plants were like oh it's avatar it's totally avatar and then we heard somebody say avatar so yeah, yeah they just did the uh the premiere, I guess. The premiere last night in front of El Capitan Theater. Yeah. Nice. Right, two nights ago. I love when they go all Monday. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and actually, um, this is very speculated, but apparently James Cameron did approach um, Bob Iger about possibly updating the Banshee ride to include new scenes from the movie, too. So um, very mm-hmm. early, but, I mean, I, I would think they would do that because, like, you know, to help with the movie. Um, so yeah, yeah, hopefully that'll come up soon. Mm-hmm. I will say I felt like the ride already because you did so much in the water mm-hmm. in the ride. Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess I only vaguely remember the first movie, but I don't remember water being that important. <laughs> the yeah. first one. So <laughs> I was like, Oh, they must have put in all these ocean scenes because of this new movie that's coming out. So when they said that, I was like, Oh, I totally thought, that's how you built this. And then I realized it came out in 2017, which seems forever ago. Like, yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, that has been around a long time. I didn't see it for a long time. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. These are all things that I put on here. Uh, speaking of darkness, um, <laughs> the Disney After Dark event have been announced um, for at least the um, kind of first quarter of the next year. And we do have our Sweethearts Night returning um, in January and February for a ton of dates. Well, it's like the date night at Disneyland uh, for the Sweethearts Night. And those will be coming up on January 31st, February 2nd, 5th, 7th, 9th, 14th and 16th um and people really seem to like the date night the sweetheart night and they have an all new one which sounds intriguing to me but it's only going to be happening for two nights march 7th and 9th they're going to have a disneyland after dark princess night (laughs) yeah yeah Um, (laughs) yes so for this one you're in disneyland park um 
and you get a royal welcome at the train station with Princess Minnie and Princess Daisy with a fanfare of trumpeteers. There's going to be an inspiring musical concert celebrating heartwarming, adventurous heroines, including Moana, Merida, and more. And uh, there's going to be live vocalists singing there. And then there's going to be a dance party with Vanellope Von Schweetz in Tomorrowland at the T- Tomorrowland Terrace. And then um, Tiana's Southern Hospitality and dancing along to jazz music in New Orleans Square. And then they have specialty menus, of course, that are fit for royalty. Um, a lot of picture opportunities. But I think it sounds amazing. Um, and I want to go, but it's only happening for two nights. So it's probably going to sell out. And I probably won't go, but it sounds cool. <laughs> Maybe. To, no, no tomorrow. There's only two nights. <laughs> but yeah, I have heard like uh, kind of the feedback from our good friend Victoria and her boyfriend when they went to Star Wars night is because Star Wars is so prevalent in the park already, they didn't feel as special going to Star Wars night. So mm-hmm. I could see where, like, the stuff they've added to Princess Night, maybe they kind of took that feedback from other nights because it does mm-hmm. sound very magical. Yeah. It seems like they did a lot of things for you to do, like a jazz band, like, playing with Tiana and the – yeah, I, I don't know. It sounds kind of cool. Um, probably isn't – like, for how expensive those nights are, it's probably not the most amazing thing, especially not considered – like, compared to an Oogie Boogie Bash, but – I still think it sounds neat. Yeah, uh, I want to at least go to one of them. Yeah. I kind of wish we went to 80s night. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. hopefully they're, I mean, it's only for like the first part of the year, so I'm sure they'll announce. I, I, I feel 80s night is definitely going to come back because like it did so well. Yeah. And hopefully they'll have more nights too, so yeah. Yeah. I want to see me some ducktails in the park is what Ooh. I need to see, so... <laughs> I figured it out for some reason every time I see a strange world poster like in my brain because of the font on the poster it reminds me of DuckTales for uh, some reason okay. <laughs> I'm always like, oh strange world <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not- <laughs> um, speaking of other weird things um, I mean this is magical have you guys seen the beautiful Tafiti like figure that's been added to the path of water it looks beautiful they gave us a first look at this massive tafiti statue um and like from the angle they take it it has like spaceship earth behind her and it just looks so beautiful i love it but if you are a troll on the internet what you notice most of all (laughs) is her hand at the bottom of it have you noticed it (laughs) Have you, oh, have you seen I see the it. image and looked at the hand at the bottom? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so no. It looks a little bit naughty. But just from, it's just her hands are out. Her cupped hands are out. And just from the angle, all you see is like her thumb and part of her like, <laughs> like hand. And yeah, it, it looks a little, a little naughty. But the statue looks freaking beautiful. And I would yeah. love to see that. I can't wait. So that it sounds like such a simple attraction, but I'm really excited for it. Yeah. 
Do you think you would describe her hand as dripping with excitement? Oh, wow. (laughs) Water. Dripping water. But no, they did have a miniature of this at D23. And even like the miniature, people are already like, ooh, ah. So I can't imagine like seeing the full size, like crazy big one. I know. I'm really curious to see how big it is because I don't know. Some of the pictures does kind of look like it's not like grand I, I just hope when you're there like it's big enough to be amazed by it and not just like you're looking at like the miniature version of it you know mm. but we'll see i love how you just discounted everything i said i was like people are excited by the miniature no, and you're I, like no, it still i hope good. it's not like just, the miniature <laughs> i want to be immersed in it okay okay i'm sure you will be like yeah like i mean and you the picture he's taking is like looking upward it's not like looking straight on so you yeah. think it has to be kind of like up and above yeah yeah I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm excited by this next thing. I didn't even know this was announced. Yeah. So lucky for Walt Disney Worlders, uh, annual pass holders are going to get a limited limited time discount increase starting December 12th. Actually, as you're listening to this, through December 23rd on all merch. So their discount is going to go up to 30% off. Um, I'm hoping it's similar to uh, Halloween where mm-hmm. they announced this for Walt Disney um, pass holders, and then they're going to extend it out to Disneyland pass holders because, yeah, I'd love to get that discount too. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, if you're a Walt Disney World person, KGZ, you know, <laughs> this <laughs> discount is definitely for you. <laughs> and then, um, oh, oh, I've got it. Okay. Oh. You know what? <laughs> if this discount doesn't come to Disneyland, that would really suck. Or that would be the last drop. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe it will be the last drop. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. This is just something kind of cool. Disney's, which is funny because like they've done this for a while already about like not giving out uh, plastic straws. They're finally um, kind of promoting that, you know, Disney is um, skipping a straw. um, And in order to get a straw, you can um, ask for one uh, from a Disney cast member, and they'll give you a paper one, a lid as well, too. Um, but yeah, just, you know, Disney doing their part for protecting the oceans. Yeah. Yay. As much as uh, I don't like how paper straws yeah. tend to disintegrate, I would rather that than, like, thinking of a turtle with it. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, I do wish that they did, like, the compostable ones. The compostable yeah. ones or the bamboo ones are my favorite. I like the bamboo. They're yeah. so good and so lovely. Well, and then personally, I have like glass straws that I use at home that are like thick smoothie size glass straws. So good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the paper ones make me very sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it makes me sad to leave Parks and Rec, but let's move over to Marvelous. Marvelous. Marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. <laughs> Never fails. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I haven't gotten too far in it yet, but there is a new game came out last week. I was too obsessed with Gotham Knights to start it last week, though. But I finally started Midnight Suns. It is the new Marvel video game. And I wanted to give some thoughts on it, if you will let me. 
Next. (laughs) (laughs) So this game, it's a little different from Marvel. I like it because it starts off with Hydra uh, bringing Lilith into the world. Which is like the original oh. bride of uh, Satan, basically. <laughs> I am into this. Yeah. So it's cool because uh, the heroes have to get together and bring the magic users together to form the Midnight Suns or reform the Midnight Suns in order to battle Lilith. So right off the bat, I'm mm-hmm. like, I love this idea. Um, the graphics, I would say, suffer a little. And I blame <laughs> that on switch because usually oh. for like the nintendo products they don't have as much uh, graphics power yeah but it's not enough to mm. take away from the game it still looks pretty yeah definitely compared to gotham that you're playing on the ps5 to this oh. one i was like oh is this like an older game yeah yeah it looks like a ps4 almost yeah. <laughs> but what's really interesting about this and kingdom hearts fans will very much uh, love or hate this but it's it's like a card based system <laughs> Almost like a certain oh. Kingdom Hearts game that didn't do as well. Oh, no. We don't learn from our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one has a better system. It it is more like turn based than how come I can't think of it right now? It's uh I'll remember it in a second. Um, but it's more it doesn't give you like the time crunch that Kingdom Hearts did with the cards. Like Kingdom Hearts, I was like, oh my god, I need to use a card like right now or everything's gonna go to craziness. Oh no. Uh this one gives you a little more time, gives you a little more heroes to play with. So I'm having fun with it so far. Um some of the voice acting and graphics aren't great, but Rachel, are you ready for some of these characters? Or magic. Magic's in it. You can you can play as magic. Oh my god. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, Nico Minoru from The Runaways, who's a witch. Um, I'm happy to see her. Uh, Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch. It has a very well-rounded cast, and I like that the female characters have a heavy role in the story, and they're just as strong as the males. So all around, I would say this is a good game. I like it. I'm looking forward to playing it more. Nice. Wonderful. Well, that's lovely to hear. And speaking of magic, apparently um, we have a director for Agatha Coven of Chaos. And I'm personally excited about it because the director that has been brought over is the director from Wednesday. Director Ganja Montero. So if anyone has had the pleasure of watching the Netflix show Wednesday, watch it now. It's amazing. It's so good. I cannot speak highly enough of this awesome show. And I binged it very quickly. Um, But yeah, that director is coming over to Agatha Coven of Chaos. And I love like, I love we kind of see that there's definitely a theme of like, kind of like witchy, dark, spookiness. And I think that's perfect for Agatha. And I think the humor will be perfect because Wednesday was so funny, mm-hmm. but so dark at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this director has it down. Yeah. Which, by the yeah. way, Kevin, so- before you keep yelling in your phone, it's Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you used your power of Google. Very good. Yes, Very good. I did. <laughs> it wasn't coming to me. <laughs> 
Well, I hate to let y'all down. I got everyone's hopes up last week with a rumor. I rarely ever report on rumors because so often I feel like people are just ridiculous and making all sorts of stuff up. But because it had been around for a while and hadn't been debunked by James Gunn, who usually does debunk things, we were all hopeful for a Lady Gaga casting in Guardians of the Galaxy. But alas, coming late to the table... James Gunn's on Twitter has said no. <laughs> she is not. It's not Lady See, Gaga. I expressly told you I couldn't handle if this was another fake rumor. <laughs> I mean, at least we do have her as Harley, so I get that. That's for sure. But I'm going to say the only reason she's not in Guardians 3 is because she's already cast as Emma Frost. That's it. That's the answer. That's it. That's why. Um, She'll bring why, What is she being Harley in? And isn't she confirmed as Harley in the Joker sequel that's apparently a musical? Oh, Oh, (laughs) wait, the Joaquin Phoenix one? Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. Oh, God. Mm. I mean, (laughs) like, that's probably, like, the worst option of a Harley that we could get, like, being part of that. I don't know. I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. being very internet troll right now. I need us to see the movie first before we hate on it. (laughs) But I hate Walking Phoenix. Well, until it comes out, you can watch the Batman and hate on that. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's hate on the Batman. So, Doctor Strange 2 beat out Batman for, like, all the People's Choice Awards. So, I think that's exciting. I think that that is the public at large announcing the winner. Uh, between DC versus <laughs> Batman or the DC versus Marvel. So we've won. We've won with Doctor Yay. Strange 2. We have beat Batman, though, like, I mean, not a hard task. That movie wasn't my favorite Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even mine like either. My, it wasn't even my sixth favorite Batman movie. So. <laughs> So to be fair, my problem with it, favorites, in case you did love it, like a lot of people did, is it just felt like it didn't bring a lot new to the table. Yeah. It was just a continuation of the uh, last trilogy that came out. It just kind of capitalized on a lot of stuff that has already come before it. Mm-hmm. And like it went, like it wrapped up a plot, but then they're like, "Oh wait, the plot's not wrapped up," and kept going for another forty-five minutes for reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like the motivations were not good behind the characters, and no. Catwoman was just there to be an eye candy and an accessory, and not used in a decent way at all. And yeah, oh, and then they kept trying to be funny at weird times. Like when they revved <laughs> the engine of the Batmobile for like three minutes straight and then he like stalled out and then he had to go like, what? <laughs> what? It was weird. But we're not here to talk about the Batman, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're here to talk about the Daredevil. Um, this one I have mixed feelings about. They have cast uh, two new love interests. Uh, for Daredevil two. in his coming show. Yeah, like two possible ladies that could be love interests. Um, so Ladies? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> just kidding. So just kidding. <laughs> actresses Margarita Laviva and Sandrine Holt are joining the Daredevil cast. And it says they are potential love interests for the leading characters. So they said the show leading characters 
So maybe there's another guy that can also be looking for love. I know I haven't, I need to watch Mm. the other daredevil show clearly, even though I know this will be completely kind of different and rebooted. Um, I'll still watch it before this comes out, but I, I'm just a shipper of she Hulk and um, daredevil, even though I know it's like not logical at all. It is also completely logical because they're both superhero lawyers and he went to her family's nice meal. And I love um, when you kind of read about it, it talks about like a quick fling for them after teaming up. I'm like, he went to a meal with her family. Yeah. That is not a quick fling. <laughs> That's that is not a quick really fling. Love. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure these ladies are lovely, but I have my allegiances. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say that this looks like a very, either one of them looks like a heavy contender for Electra. So that's oh, where I put my money yeah. on at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. 100% one of them will be next look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, move on from this love interest and give some love over to Galaxy. 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 so this first one's really quick i just thought it was so cute and so funny i had to share so pedro pascal is on jimmy kimmel and he shared one of his childhood stories so uh he apparently pedro was a star wars fan uh from a young age on so this is like a dream for him to be you know part of the galaxy now but (laughs) he said growing up whenever he heard the name r2d2 he thought they were saying Archeritu, which means little <laughs> Arthur in Spanish. So he thought R2 was little Arthur. <laughs> Pedro Pascal told this? Like, what's his name? The Andrew guy told this exact same story. Oh, that's who I meant. The- <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry, Pedro's <laughs> been doing a lot of stuff too. So I thought I put Pedro, but that's totally who I meant. It was Diego Luna who said yeah. this. It was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pedro Pedro Pascal is the one. He has like a, a fascination with touching things, right? Like he wants to feel yeah, Jabba. Yeah, he wanted to touch Jabba. There's like a compilation of him saying this multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. Yes. yes. <laughs> who is he, Jesse? Like, <laughs> there is at least like six different like compilations or uh scenes of yeah. him being like i just want to feel what it feels like <laughs> so that's why i got it mixed I like up it. i saw those both like within the same day <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 that's amazing yeah yeah you know what's less amazing yeah yeah sorry to bring down the the mood here but richard miller who so he's a famed sculptor who worked for industrial light magic he actually created princess leia's gold bikini from um return of the jedi um and other movies too like pirates of the caribbean um he unfortunately passed away he was um he had uh, from cancer, um, but yeah, he's done a lot of movies. Um, he's also done st- uh, other like the Star Wars prequels, Star Trek, 
Ghostbusters from the 80s, Howard the Duck as well. Ooh. Yeah, so he's a very uh, well-known uh, sculptor for various movies, and unfortunately, he did pass away um, at, I believe, 80. Yeah, 80 years old. So at least, you know, he did live a healthy life. Um, but yeah, thank you, Richard, for all the work you've done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. In more exciting news, there are rumors that basically uh, using a lot of the Disney Plus uh, shows that we have uh, that are Star Wars that are kind of happening in the same era is that they're going toward a Mandoverse. So like the Mandoverse would include the Skeleton Crew, Ahsoka, and the Mandalorian. So all these happening kind of in the same time period, having overarching storylines. And there are teases that there's a big plan for a huge crossover style event in the Mandoverse. So I thought that was kind of neat because honestly, I love, so my one place where like, I really do love, love, love DC was I loved the WB shows, like all the DC things. And then they would do the big crossover events where they'd bring them all in. And I always thought that was really amazing, just like how they all kind of had their roads that came together. Um, Mm -hmm. So how would you feel about all these different shows being connected and having this Mandoverse exist? Um, Well, we've even seen this, I feel like, in Marvel with the way they took, you know, the Daredevil show, Luke Cage, all of those, and they put them together in the Defenders. So I think this is brilliant because, like you said, I've watched a lot of the CW DC shows. I kind of gave up on them last year, but um, mm-hmm. I always love the crossovers. Cause you're right. If you watch all the shows, you get that extra like, Oh, it's them. Oh, it's them. Yeah. And even if you don't, you can just enjoy the ones that you do watch and see them in a much bigger scale adventure. Are yeah, they still I, going? I mean, the CW? <laughs> Sorry. Go I on. Think so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and even on the the verse as well too. I mean, like if you don't watch some of the shows, I think it just encourages people to watch, mm-hmm. like you know, Bad Batch. Or, I mean, I think people are going to watch Ahsoka, but if you don't, I'm sure this is going to wa- make you want to watch it as well too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what not I wish Bad they Batch. Would do is, that would be awkward oh, yeah. to have animated characters showing up in the middle of this real yeah. life universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish they'd like maybe put it into a movie and put that. I'm still mm. like put stuff in theaters, Disney plus like do what Netflix yeah. and Amazon do and like do a double release or, you know, that would get people to watch if they actually put it on the big screen Then they'd be like, now I have to go back and watch all these shows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be neat if they did that. And whenever they do do stuff like that, they're like, and do do two theaters. <laughs> two theaters in Ontario, Canada will be showing this yeah. thing. I'm like, what? How is that useful to anyone? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, speaking of Bad Bash. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, they shadow dropped the Bad Batch season two trailer uh, right before, I guess, like it was kind of expected like that was just like kind of silently put onto the site without any fanfare um so i haven't watched it because i don't watch animated star wars things but have you guys watched it 
Yes. And I feel like um, for me, at least, Bad Batch was a little slow going when it started and it got really good towards the end. So I'm excited for season two. I think it is a little different from other Star Wars shows. So I'm excited for more. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Wow. I'm just scarred by, like, the animated ones because of our London experience. I can't Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that ruined you. $30. (laughs) $30. Well, anything else in Galaxy before we move on to Disney? I don't think so. Disney. All right. Disney, so over Disney, 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 Disney. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. Specky, I mean, we, we just started in on our two years of Iger back as CEO, but already the rumor mill is flying. It is very alive with who is going to replace Iger. I feel like he should just invite a bunch of people to a factory and pick them off one at a time through, you know, different <laughs> kinds of candy to see who oh, survives yeah. the experience, who takes over. <laughs> this so is the according, best way. <laughs> this is the best <laughs> way. So hear about getting pe- people getting a golden ticket. It all started here, folks. It all started it. here. <laughs> <laughs> So according to uh, Deadline, there's two people who are leading the uh, what leading the charge to who may take over. Uh, one of them, the leading contender, is Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy. Let me tell you this, listeners, just based on the intense smile in her picture. I would say this woman is a force to be reckoned with. She's super <laughs> jolly, but I feel like when you're on her bad side, you better run. Yeah. <laughs> I but, mean, if you're um, on her bad side, she'll get you kicked out as the CEO of Disney. So apparently yeah, she a, was like one of the people that led the charge against Chapek. Yep. I was thinking the same thing, like get him kicked out and now you're the next contender. Yeah. That's so <laughs> funny. But, um, yeah, apparently she's already close to Iger. What were you going to say? I was going to say, and it makes sense that she was probably one of the ones that, like, led it because one of the things that finally tipped it over the edge was finding that money had been moved to inappropriate places. Mm -hmm. And she is the chief financial officer. (laughs) Exactly. So would be able to, like, see that something was awry. (laughs) Yep. And what she's known for is her preparedness and planning of the financials, right? When COVID was announced, she squirreled away enough money for the company to keep going for the next one to two years. So I would imagine after doing all that hard work of putting that money together and then to hear that JPEG was just like swimming in it like Uncle Scrooge, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm going to be mad. I put all that money there. (laughs) Yep. So the other person that is apparently uh, leading the charge is the Disney General Entertainment content chair, Dana Walden. So with Disney pushing forward so hard on Disney Plus, it makes sense that somebody who's experienced in content and how it rolls out would be 
uh, someone who would be sought after. Um, the thing I really like about both of these is if it is one of these two ladies who becomes the next uh, CEO of Disney, no matter what, that is the first woman mm-hmm. female CEO of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'd be I'd cool to that. see uh, what a female touch would do to the leadership of Disney. I think that would be good for the brand to like have somebody who, I don't know. I feel like guys get like bogged down a lot in the money or like the anger aspects. Not everybody, but it'd be interesting to see what a female could do. Yeah. It's interesting though yeah. it, with Christine being like a chief financial officer who is all about the finance of things like hopefully she'll have some experience in like doing like magical things like the rides and, you know, doing all these like other innovation stuff than just because I felt like JPEG, a lot of it was the money as yeah. well too. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see how, um, how she would do in the role for sure. From the outside looking in, I kind of feel like Dana is more like Iger because she's more about entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Christine is more about money. So it's yeah. like Iger JPEG. <laughs> like, who do we trust more for the company? Yeah. Can we have both of you do it? I know. Yeah. Co- co-presidents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to balance out values here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, what better person to balance out values than Taylor Swift? (laughs) Yeah. So Taylor Swift is teaming up with Disney Plus. And you might think, oh, they're going to put one of her concerts on. Maybe because no one can get tickets to her concert since all of the horrible (laughs) resellers bought them. Maybe they'll like record it. And no, that's not what's coming. What is coming is that apparently... Taylor Swift um, has like a script that she's been working on and is going to be directing a film. So this won't be her first time directing. She actually has done a handful of her um, music videos and she even won an award for her uh, for long form video. I believe this last year. So she has some directing experience, but this will be a first, like, you know, movie uh, that she she would be doing. And we don't know anything about it. Uh, It's very hush-hush. We just know that it's going to be her first full-length feature film. Um, So, yeah. How how does that sound to you guys? Does that sound interesting? Definitely. I think she's going to have... An ear for music and an eye for directorial because she is so into, you know, being a pop star. Like, she's perfect for this. Yeah, that'd be cool if it was a musical. Um, Yeah, yeah. with her writing the music. Um, But also, like, yeah, I I really like her music videos because they're not just, like, there's a lot of, like, hidden things in her music, in her videos. (laughs) So I kind of hope she does something like that in her movie. I also think this is smart (laughs) because... What? What are you laughing about? Okay, I was gonna say it's gonna just all be hints about what her next album is, and the yeah. name of all the album. Yeah, like, yeah. It's gonna be an entire movie of just Taylor Swift <laughs> hints. Well, and I like that she has the values and mentality of what Disney is portraying it wants to be, because like she's very open about liking drag queens very LGBTQIA friendly. So 
I would hope that she puts some of that message in there too, because that would be very heavy hitting for, you know, one of the world's largest pop stars on one of the world's largest platforms, pushing one, you know, a progressive view and really making people say the word woke more like it's a bad (laughs) word. (laughs) Such a dirty word. I can't believe you would say that here. It's a family podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just love when people act like I'm going to call you woke. Okay. That just means I'm accepting of everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your compliment. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of woke, that's something we did very early this morning, Al. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we had the chance to visit uh, Mickey's of Glendale. This was open to D23 members uh, Mickey's of Glendale is the store on the Imagineering camp- campus. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just forgot the word campus. I'm very oh. forgetful today. Chain of memories. <laughs> 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 so uh, we had a time slot. We got there early. We got to like eat at the Starbucks on the campus. Alan took lots of beautiful <laughs> Oh, no, this guard came up to me. He's like, excuse me, did you take a picture? You're not allowed to do that. We're like, then why do you have like the people mover on display? Why do you have the sky bucket on display? But we're not allowed to take pictures. Yeah. What is the purpose? He's like, there's hidden cameras all over the campus so (laughs) they could catch you and you could get. I'm like, calm down. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't. I was like, did you want me to delete this photo? And (laughs) he didn't say anything about it. Yeah. It was very like surprising. Oh, yeah, and there's a bench yeah. from uh, Bugs Life there. Yeah. So it's like the place for everything from Disney goes to die. <laughs> 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 so what was most exciting to me about this is we, I didn't know going in. I don't know if Alan did, but uh, there's a big celebration of the 30 years of Muppets, the Christmas Carol. So they had some exclusive Muppets merch. I'm so excited. Uh, We got some of it. Mm -hmm. I got a Muppets Christmas Carol spirit jersey, which is very similar to a spirit jersey I wanted last year, but sold out. But I like this one better (laughs) because it's got Muppets. Um, We also got two of the limited edition 500 Muppet Christmas Carol pins that are very cute. There's one with uh, Gonzo with Rizzo on an actual chain. And there's one with Kermit, Piggy, and Tiny Tim on their shoulders. So I'm just ecstatic that we got to go to this event. Yeah, and they're available for pre-order. So we haven't gotten gotten them yet, but you can pre-order, and then they'll be arriving in the mail two, three weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) One thing that was kind of difficult is they didn't tell you what was on sale and what wasn't. So a $25 Muppet Vision 3D t-shirt that I happened to pick up ended up only being $8. But the spirit jersey that said it was $75 was actually $75. (laughs) All right. So like it was like the old stuff was like on sale, but then the new shiny things were not. Yeah, like they put um, some stuff was there from D twenty three, so it did say anything. Did they have from the D23. ears? No, no the just drippy ears. Sweaters. Did they have Magico dispel? They did not. No. I looked. I looked for you. <laughs> um, but we did get the cute uh, seventy years celebrating seventy years of Imagineering uh, sweatshirts. Now we'll look like we're Imagineers. Yeah, it was half off. Nice. Um, 
It said a lot of this, the merch from the park was 40%, but it said just for employees, so we weren't sure if that was for everybody or just uh-huh. employees, so we yeah. didn't really bother with that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, there, they still had a lot of holiday stuff that you can get in the park, so we kind of just, like, breeze over that because we're like, we'll just get it for 20% off, <laughs> hopefully 30% off. Our company. Uh, that's Our what company. I was about to say. Uh, they So they don't honor the – pass holder discount there no, i don't know unfortunately okay. yeah okay. yeah but it was fun they even have um so in preparation for minnie and mickey's run rail railway they have merch for that ride already but it's more so mm. it's it's cool how they're promoting it because it's the el capitoon theater so they have a spirit jersey that says el capitoon on it um and like oh. shirts and other apparel so i'm excited because i got mm-hmm. one so i'll be wearing that on the 27th uh, when the ride opens, <laughs> yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of cool, cool things, and um, it was just cool to walk around the campus too to kind of see inside the walls, um, and get Starbucks at the cafeteria <laughs> with a random. Oh yeah! Like so, inside the cafeteria, it's so random. There is a security guard looking person but it's not a person it's just like a mannequin sitting at one of the tables i think it's from one of the old rides they dressed <laughs> yeah. it like a security guard but it looks oh. pretty realistic because someone <laughs> we saw someone actually go to him asking where the restroom was <laughs> and a lady had to be like he's not real <laughs> oh no yeah. But you know what? I walked right by it and I didn't look directly at it. I just registered a person's there. And then Alan was like, Oh, I like the fake security guard. I was like, What? <laughs> so it was funny. Oh, it was cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fun experience. Definitely something we want to go back to. I know they had this for um, Halloween, but yeah. we missed that one. Yeah. So I would suggest if you are a D23 member, because they don't really advertise it, just keep on checking events pages because things like this show up and they get filled up pretty fast. Like there was a lot of people when we were there too. Yeah, I even heard one of the workers say there's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, just a fun little tidbit, uh, this Friday you can actually catch me, Sean, the voice of Marvelous Galaxy of Disney, wow. on uh, – Great Typhoons and Raging Fires. It's our friend Aaron's podcast. Aaron was actually on this show the day before uh, he actually thought of doing his own podcast. So unfortunately, he (laughs) couldn't talk about it on our show. Um, But he is the one we've mentioned before. He's not watched a lot of the Disney movies. So he has started from, you know, Snow White. And he's going through... Not just the big Disney movies. He's actually also done like Saludos Amigos, Fun and Fancy Free, Song of the South. (laughs) He actually found it somehow. So uh, in in Rachel's honor, I went on (laughs) for the Sleeping Beauty episode and talked about our love for that. It was his first time ever watching it. So I was very excited to kind of hear a first timer's perspective, especially since Sleeping Beauty is such a big movie. It was funny hearing him kind of be like, why do people love her? She fell asleep half the movie. (laughs) Because she is stunning in that dress when it's blue. And then also she met her prince beforehand. She got to be ready for alive for the first half. (laughs) She was there for the first half. 
<laughs> I think one of well. my favorite things is like the fairies, like the scene where they're like preparing for her birthday and like she's cooking the cake and she folds the eggs in. <laughs> and like, then the cake is like, like all I want, all I want for a birthday cake is like a version that's made like that cake where it's like not cooked and like kind of like tilting. And then the broom is holding it up and the icing and the things are, that's what I want. I want that for my birthday cake. <laughs> that's what I want. My what favorite is, yeah, my favorite, though, is when Flora is making the dress and she cuts a hole and Meriwether goes, what's that for? And she's like, the hole at the bottom. <laughs> I'm like, this is sound <laughs> logic. <laughs> Obviously. Like, that Obviously. whole scene is just like, they're doing everything so wrong. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I know it's a long name, but once again, it's uh, Raging, wait. Great typhoons Great. and raging fires. Mm-hmm. Yay. So catch me on that on Friday. And you can hear me describe everything Rachel just said about the movie. Because I know <laughs> how much she loves it. And I know why she loves it so well. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yes. I love it. Cool. So we'll get into our cover Disney uh, led by Rachel. Then we'll do our Willow 3 talk and our featured moment. Or favorite moment <laughs> we already did featured we woke up early <laughs> we are woke uh so for your feature today we have another kind of fun cover disney, cover disney. <laughs> oh wait our feature <laughs> that's what i'm talking about uh, you guys it's 10 52 i've been up since 7 a.m i'm tired oh. Um, and I hiked for many miles. Um, so we have um, for our cover Disney um, a song that we know the classic Mr. Brightside. This is a fun <laughs> cover of that called Mr. Darkside, uh, played by a fun band that I really like on TikTok, whose name um, Subradio. I really enjoy them. They're on the tickety talk a lot. They engage a lot with fans and they're very fun. And so this is just a reworking of that song. Cool. And here's a listen. Yeah. Got my helmet and cape. I'm going to the dark side. Gotta, gotta be bad. Cause my grandfather was Wanna be like the Sith and do the things that they did Wanna be like the Sith, wanna be like the Sith Now I'm not being fierce and I'm wearing all black With a billowing cloak and a voice changing mask Talking to Vader's head, hoping he can't assist Even- Alright, that was fun. Thank you for showing us Mr. Darkseid. <laughs> You're welcome. And if you liked, there's two parts to it. So oh. not just a short video, there's two parts to it because it's a TikTok. <laughs> yes, yes, tickety talk. Not the robot, the social media. Not the app. robot. <laughs> yes. We have to clarify, otherwise people will be confused. <laughs> All right, Willow, Episode 3, The Battle of the Slaughtered Lamb. We're going to get into some spoilers. 
So Alora Dannon is kidnapped um, through Willow's magic. She's able to find Hubert and Anne and escape from her captors. Uh, Valentine catches up to Alora and kills Hubert and Anne and reclaims Alora. Then Borman, who is the creepy, uh, like Middle Eastern looking guy with the saggy black eyes, mm-hmm. him and Kit go on ahead and find the slaughtered lamb. And uh, Borman takes Kit to explore her dad's history. So her dad was Mad Martigan. And she's kind of like not trusting <laughs> Borman at this point because she's like, the slaughtered lamb's not even there. Like, what are you talking about? But he actually does seem to know something. Well, and maybe she shouldn't trust him because he's being a little sneaky. Been a little sneaky yes. sneak, finding things sneak. and saying, oh, there's nothing here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Willow has a vision of where Laura is being taken, and they come to her rescue. Our heroes are losing until Alora doesn't catch a spell. She casts a spell to save them, but uh, Silas is killed, which is very sad. I saw it coming, though. Somebody told me this was a sad episode, and out of everybody, I was like, oh, it's going to be him. He was Willow's other little person friend. Um, a yeah. dying Valentine tells Jade she must deliver Alora safely, so he's out of his uh, evil control. And meanwhile, we see Kit fighting the Whereas. Oh my gosh! Which was very gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Whereas were creepy, but they were very like Rous's. Like who who was having flashbacks to? Princess Bride and the rodents of unusual size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked the were-rats because they were very, they felt very 80s. They they definitely came straight from like an 80s fantasy movie, which they should feel like, mm-hmm. but they were updated. So yeah. very well mm-hmm. done. Rachel. Yeah. Yes, did you Hannah Hubert? Waddington was, yeah. I did. I was so excited and I'm like, well, she's going to be here a while because she's mother. yeah and then she got killed (laughs) yeah and I was really sad and I was about to send you a message like what at what would have probably been the middle of the night for you being like why did they kill the lesbians in the woods (laughs) yeah yeah so uh she to us is most known as the probably mother witch in Hocus Pocus 2 so she's starting to make her rounds in the Disney stuff yeah yeah (laughs) But yeah, I I thought it was interesting. Oh, go ahead. Oh, did you find the outfits of them really weird? So like you're in a fantasy (laughs) realm and then all of a sudden they find like cowboys in the middle of the forest wearing jeans. I really want to know, like I need to talk to the costume designer and figure out what (laughs) was going on there. Like something strange, right? Because like also it was a really creepy forest. (laughs) It was like a creepy forest, and then when it, they came upon her, her, them, like all of a sudden there was sunlight streaming through, and it was like this weird kind of like magical calmness there until, of course, the bad guys came, and then and was it Hubert? Wait, would no, no, she was Hubert, and then the other one was was Anne. Anne. And then Anne was so useless as they were trying to run away. I'm like, this is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, just leave her. Just leave, like, she's not going to make it. <laughs> well, and um, I even, I, I, I tried to look this up, but naming Hannah Waddingham um, Hubert, I was like, is Hannah, is she, is she trans? Like, 
Hubert is such like an odd old fashioned man's name. I've never heard that on a woman. So I didn't know if like we were to be led to believe that maybe there's a trans character in this world, which I would have loved. But everybody has just taken it for granted that she's named Hubert. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was weird, but I rolled with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not the weirdest thing in the world of Willow for a yeah. woman to be named Hubert, but still, like. <laughs> yeah, I was more weirded out by the fact that she was wearing jean pants. Yeah. Like with button and zipper in the middle of this fantasy world where everyone else is clearly dressed like medieval times. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I thought she like time warped or something into that's like another time yeah. period. Yeah, it was weird. And that's why well, I thought that like it was why it was like light there in the center of the forest. Like that's why I thought like kind of the transition too is like I'm like somehow mm-hmm. she's traveled through time. But then no, because yeah. then they found them and said nothing else yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because a friend of the pod, Natasha, who actually thinks you're very lovely, Rachel, uh, <laughs> from the brief time she met you, um, <laughs> she had mentioned to me because she watched the episode before me. She's like, I don't know, this episode took me out of it a little with all like the kind of American accents and the outfits. And then as we were watching it, Alan separately was like, jeans? That's taking me out of this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's. Everybody feels the same way, and we haven't even talked about it. So, yeah, yeah some yeah. weird choices. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, overall, I still am loving this show. As sad as it was to lose Silas, um, I mean, that's there should be loss in any type of epic you know, war fantasy mm-hmm. like this. So yeah. I still like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So should we get into or anything else here or should we get into yeah. favorite moment? I mean, I'm just curious to know. I mean, the episode ended off at, you know, seeing the next town or their next adventure that they're going to. So I'm curious to see that part for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Two more days. Two more days. And we can't even watch Woo! it on Wednesday because I'll be away again. You can't. No, it's oh, oh, I'm just kidding. Waka waka. Waka waka. I work in Orange <laughs> County again, so I'm seeing my parents. <laughs> oh, fun times. Cool. So, favorite moment. Uh, I'll start. I thought this was really funny. I was at Disney, like I said, with Jesse, your cousin, Rachel. And oh. uh, I, they finally had the Namor ears in, so I texted. Uh, Alan and said they actually look better in person because I really didn't like the design because they're not very they Namor like, when you look at them. Are they are they his pointy ears or are they like no. ears that are themed? <laughs> they're like Mickey ears, but they have like okay. uh, feathers or something. feathers yeah. off the back of the ears, but not like the feathers on his foot, like the feathers that like, like Namora are Tuma wear. Yeah. yeah. And then they have like a chest on the ear, so like a treasure chest looking thing, not, not like his chest. not his chest. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have bought them. <laughs> I'm like, it so, wasn't the chest that people were noticing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, there's not a lot about them that scream no more to me when I look at them. Like, if you hadn't told me they were no more, I would have been like, oh, what is this? <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because Alan was like, I look forward to seeing them tomorrow after you buy them. And I called him to be like, how dare you think I would buy them? And as I'm talking to him, Jesse's like, oh, look, a Namor ornament, a Namornament, if you will. 
and I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. He's like, uh, I gotta go. Bye. I gotta go. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. I love no more. <laughs> yes. I which I meant to ask you, like, why is there a Namor and a Namora? I hate when they do that. <laughs> like, why? They just added A to it and they're like, now they're the woman character of this name. Well, are you sitting down? No. Okay. There's also a Namorita. <laughs> no. For real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like the younger <laughs> relative. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, oh. Look at that water swirl around him. Yes. It's <laughs> I showed it to my parents. I was like, how would you like to have a half naked man on your Christmas tree? They weren't thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surprising. Surprising. <laughs> but yeah, this is, they were made in the days when like Hulk, She Hulk, <laughs> those days. Mm. Namor, Namora, Namorita. <laughs> <laughs> Like, in other versions, like, is she, like, his lover or his queen or no? Because he was always, like, with other people. Like, always no, dating everyone. No, she's always been his cousin. But oh, his she's cousin. usually okay. depicted as, uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. Like, she has the same skin tone as him and she has blonde hair. So this was, like, the first time mm-hmm. she's more, um, well, I guess... I was going to say Atlantean, but they're Taliconian, so... Yeah, more like yeah. Hispanic. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. interesting. Uh, so, yeah, my favorite moment, um, not surprising, was the um, Mickey's of Glendale um, shopping event. I was just cool. I mean, I was just happy to get another spirit jersey, and especially one that <laughs> I got before the riot opened, which is the Mickey's and... Mickey and Minnie Runway Railway, so I'm excited to wear that. Um, yeah, and it's just a fun event to like do something exclusive and actually get my money's worth from a D23 membership. Yeah, <laughs> by spending yes. more money, yeah. <laughs> but exclusively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one else could spend that money. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I feel like weird because like, I don't have lots of Disney stuff to do over here. So I'm having amazing moments, but nothing particularly Disney Fabrite. So I'm just going to like brag about my Fabrite things that I'm doing here, Uh, which like this actually, it's going to happen. It's going to be like the last thing that I do before I fly home is I just booked a uh, five day trip to Finland where I'm going to join this, like, guy that's really popular on TikTok to go hunting Aurora Borealis. So it's kind of Disney because I'm going to find the Northern Lights, (laughs) like what Anna (laughs) and and, uh, Elsa see in Frozen. They have the Northern Lights Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, And it's called the Aurora Borealis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's the best. Um, So, yeah, we're going to go hunting the Aurora Borealis. We, like, start in Finland, like, at 1 p.m. Because I guess then the sun will start setting, like, very early (laughs) because you're in the Arctic (laughs) Circle. (laughs) I'm going to the Arctic Circle. (laughs) Um, And um, we could end up in 
I like in Finland if they're good there, or we could end up in Sweden or Norway. We'll see where we end up. <laughs> and then I, on another day, I'll be doing a 10 kilometer uh, husky mushing ride where the huskies drag me around on a sled through the wilderness. And then I'm going to hike on the last day to ice waterfalls. So. <laughs> Here excited. we're excited we got to do like exclusive shopping and she's like I'm doing real things yeah. <laughs> isn't that always the way though <laughs> yeah last week I was flying birds of prey <laughs> now I'm gonna go to Finland but that's not until the end of January but I'm really excited yeah. like I saw a TikTok and that day I decided like yeah I'm gonna do that because I tried to see the <laughs> Northern Lights before, and it didn't work out. So I'm going to try again. We'll nice. See. Yeah, yeah, and your your the dog trip is like Snow Dogs, the Disney Channel movie. <laughs> oh, sorry, Cuba Gooden Jr. Yes, just like that. I'm going to yeah. do that. <laughs> and if and if that doesn't work out, then I am in the Arctic Circle, and there's a ton of Santa Claus places. I'll send a postcard from the North Pole and I'll see if I can find Tim Allen. Um, we love you, Satan. So. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Satan. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. And we'll, we will be back next week with some more very important news. Yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. All of our news is important. <laughs> That's just the news that we tell all the time. Yes, um, where yeah. can we find you? You can find me on Solving for X, where Kevin and I are going through the original X-Men the Animated Series. We're actually back this week with Stormfront, not Stormfront, I keep doing that, um, Savage Land, Savage Heart with Ryan Terry from Florida, so you can pick that up. We did kind of a quick break, two episodes, another quick break before the new year. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. And you can find me on Words of the Witches, where we are continuing on with the comics, where we just got some big banging news in the world of Charmed about where witches came from. Oh. How about you? And yeah, you can find us, catch up with us, since we're on a a break. Um, (laughs) And mustard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Once Upon a Cult, where we talk about a cult every other week when we get back. Yeah. And then you can find me on A Real Bodice Ripper, a podcast about romance novels, which is also kind of on a break because, you know, I'm traveling the world and stuff. But we will return to it when I'm back. We will. Yay! 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 All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.